0: <laughs> Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with tax What Okay, where was that when I said that? Kind of was a leafy. I tried to just urge you not to throw up in your mouth. Okay. Show
1: some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Jesus oh man.
0: Chaos.
2: Ugliness. Go, and hilarity.
0: Out there, Armstrong and Getty. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
2: I got a mouthful of nuts. I'm sorry, I wasn't ready.
1: I give you America itself!
3: This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
1: checking my texts. I don't see anything. Right. Anything right. right there? Should I put my ear to the ground? <laughs> Feel free. Yeah, but keep your feet
3: flat
2: on the ground. Hey! hey. Ah! From <laughs> <the>
1: Studio C. <laughs> si, sí, Dimly lit room, etc., etc., and under the tutelage of our general manager. Our modern and ridiculous politics.
2: <sighs> yeah, no kidding. So, I was watching the Sunday shows, and I'm watching Fox, and um, and Chris Wallace says he's talking to a, a Republican member of the Judiciary Committee, and he says, as last week, we uh, invited every Democrat from the Judiciary Committee, but nobody accepted our invitation. Then I'm over on Face the Nation, right? and the host said exactly the same thing in reverse, talking to a Democrat and said... Uh, We invited every Republican from the Judiciary Committee, but nobody would come on. That's where we are. Wow. I mean, isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. And then you've got these various phone calls have been happening. I don't quite understand what they were, but they're all supposed to get involved in these conference calls. Mm -hmm. And sometimes none of the Democrats show up. And last night there was one where none of the Republicans showed up. Oh wow! I mean, what what is that?
1: I hadn't heard, heard about last night. I mean,
2: when you when you when you when you find that out, I mean, yeah. it's just it's really really a game. You can't you you can't claim it's all about getting to the truth when oh, that's no. happening.
3: No, 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 that's and, what Avenatti's for.
2: <sighs> <laughs> and speaking of Avenatti, if there's not a woman that comes forward with something that's even close to something, yes. isn't he? Shouldn't he be done? He should never be on any show that wants to be taken seriously at all. Oh well, yeah, yeah.
1: You know my opinion of him. Well, sure. I'm already way beyond that, but yeah, I it it, it is actually ridiculous now. As in worthy of ridicule, the literal use of the word, it is ridiculous for any show to have Michael Avenatti. Yeah,
2: if Ra- if Rachel
1: Maddow, porn promoter,
2: if Rachel Maddow, who has a Ph.D. in political science from Oxford, has him on ever again, I mean, come on, what does that say? If if after the other night there's nothing, which I don't think there's going to be, anyway, let's
1: it's a dumpster in- fire out back of an S show. That's what it <laughs> says, huh? <laughs> the hell's
2: going on here? That's a coarse expression. <laughs> well, these
1: but- <laughs> First time. It's
2: quite descriptive, though. It paints a picture. Ooh, yes. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. Um, yesterday,
3: I'm on the treadmill, so I'm walking on the treadmill in the gym, and all of a sudden, I'm sorry. A... Is
1: this a metaphor about the purposelessness of modern life, or were you literally <laughs> on the exercise? <laughs> I was exercise literally on it. <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead.
3: And all of a sudden, this you know attractive lady, blonde, she w- comes up near me and she starts waving. You know, hi, how are you? And so. I don't know. You know, it didn't even occur to me that I don't even know this person. So of course, like a dummy, I smile and I wave back, and then I look back and she's waving to the person behind me. Oh like, yeah, that's the and worst. And then I just kind of, you know, that's the worst. Oh, you weren't waving to me. And then I thought, why would she be waving to me? I don't know you, but I was just, <laughs> why was I waving back? Well, you're the famous Michelangelo, so maybe she recognized you. From God, <laughs> but I kind of look down, and then I see over on the treadmill, like to the left of me, this like person just with a big smirk on their face, just laughing. <laughs>
2: They're laughing at me. I, I had one the other day where I saw somebody I, I, I know well but hadn't seen in many years. And uh, and um, I thought they saw me. Otherwise, I might have gone, you know, around the corner. But uh, I thought they saw me also. And, uh, and I, I do a big wave, start walking away. Hey! And they just kind of looked straight through me and then kind of went just look the other direction. So So they either didn't see me. It wasn't them, which I think is a very low possibility. Oh. They either didn't see me or saw me and then thought, I'm going to pretend I don't see him.
1: Oh, just pretend you don't see him. Just and pretend so, you don't see him.
2: And so I, having made this big physical gesture in a crowd of people, right. hey, had to, like, put my hand down and turn around and walk back. <laughs> oh, they
1: left your hand yeah. <laughs>
2: That's what I did. <laughs> oh, that's a bad feeling. Yeah, I think they saw me and just didn't want to recognize <laughs> wow. me. Yeah, it's wow. Yeah. Not the first time that's happened. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, I, I'm starting to
3: try to watch some of these Sunday shows that I'm always hearing you talk about because, you know, I'm... I'm starting to become an adult here. I need to start. What's going on in the world? I got to figure it out. And I so I watch
2: I don't know if that's the best way. Man, right. I'm trying
3: it on for size. We'll see how it goes. So the, I, I picked one last the, on Sunday. Was watching the uh, the Stephanopoulos show. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good show. That, that's one of the good ones, huh? I think it's pretty. Yeah, okay. no, that's yeah. disappointing. <laughs> oh, You're no, thinking, I, wow, I must have picked a bad one. Yeah, was, oh, so that's you, one Sean, of the good ones. I, I hope they go up from there. But uh, you
2: got to choose your segments because a lot of them are a complete waste of time. I'd say a half. To two thirds on an average weekend, because listening to some politician say exactly what you know they're going to say, there's there's no point in that. I don't know who so watches the, that at all. Is, is that a lot of the value from kind of the panel roundtable discussion and that parts? depends on the panel and who they have yeah. on. Okay. Like when Chris Christie and Dan Abrams wrangle over the legalities of any of these things, I find that really interesting. With a lawyer and a former prosecutor, two views of it, I, I get a lot out of that. But when people are dug into their I'm here to pitch my side, here's our token conservative, here's our, here's our liberal, and they're both going to claim the other side's a liar, and there's no,
0: you get nothing out of that.
2: I'm surprised. I don't know. I don't know who watches that. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I got to tell you, fall is in the air, the right time for a dump and casino run, and gentlemen, after a bit of a drought, I am pleased to say oh. I am once again bringing home the bacon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You win more than any gambler you on the billboard, oh, smiling I, with your head thrown back. I was just going to say I hit a lucky lunchtime streak, and I was throwing my head back laughing and smiling, and I wow. was looking exactly wow. like a casino billboard. <laughs> gambling, gambling at, at going, lunchtime. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. On a weekday. Right. A little weekday lunchtime gambling. Yeah. Sure, it's Tuesday. Let's get our gamble
1: on <laughs> right.
0: at noon. Yes. That's yeah. a symptom.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, That's a symptom. Wait a well, thank you Thank you very much, yeah. Marshall. appreciate yeah. that. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getting on this Wednesday, <clears throat> September 2060 or 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. Well, Armstrong, you getting we approve of this program.
1: All right, let's begin now officially according to FCC rules and regulations. I just went over them again this morning. I think we're buttoned up. Here we go at Mark. This has been the most racist and sexist trial in the history of the United States. They persecuted Jesus, and look what happened. Who,
2: who was that?
3: That
2: was Bill Cosby's... Publicist?
3: Publicist? Is that, is that yeah. what it was? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Responding a to a couple the, of fine points. There. <laughs> the sentencing yesterday with some wonderful rhetoric.
2: Yeah, Cosby's wife, who didn't show up, has called it all unconstitutional and a racist. This right. or that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Rapist? They said rapist. Is that what they're calling? It? <laughs> Yeah, too bad Cosby's going to be in jail for perhaps the rest yeah. of his life. That's crying, shame. What are other
0: headlines, Marshall? Al hey, frantic back and forth before the Kavanaugh hearing, which at last word is still on. Bill Cosby in prison and a drastic new way to lose weight. And in theory, this one should be a knockout. Coming up.
2: Boy, I've got some stuff on weight loss. Uh, everything you know about obesity is wrong. This piece has been getting a lot of fording around, okay. sort of uh, blowing up sort of thing. Because oh, it's, yeah. just, it's depressing news. It's worth knowing. Do you want to know the truth? But it is, it's not an optimistic report on trying to lose weight.
1: I would say, especially if you're young, put down that donut until you've heard this information. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's good. It's uh, You ever had one of those fridges that you can get cold water out of and it has a filter? Sure. And when your filter's getting a little funky, you get a yellow light. And when it's uh, really, yeah. really funky, you got to change it. It's a red light. I would say there are a lot of Americans whose light is flickering between yellow and red as they suck in the politics of the day. More cynicism, more disgust. Yeah. That was a beautiful journey you took us on. Thank you. And and, and many hoped that Trump would be the filter change that would turn on the green light of patriotism again. Wow. But has that occurred? Perhaps not. This metaphor is still going. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Please.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So we got all that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience Of 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 the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Trevor, Trevor Noah from The Daily Show had a funny joke about uh, the Kavanaugh calendar thing. If you didn't hear that, Kavanaugh over the weekend said he he found his calendar for the summer of 1982, and he had uh, basketball practice and camp and uh, band practice, but he didn't have that party on there. And most people reacted with. You had a calendar you kept in high school, and you still have it? Right. But Trevor Noah's joke was, um, yeah, I have a calendar, too. It says Zumba every morning at 6 a.m., and you know what? (laughs) I never get up and go to Zumba at 6 (laughs) a.m. So just because it's on the calendar or not on the calendar, but I thought that was pretty funny. Wow. Zumba at 6 a.m. Yeah, I don't think I'll go today. Maybe tomorrow. Oh, boy. Mailbag. I think of that every morning when I'm driving to work and I see people out jogging. God dang it, you're built differently than I am. That you actually get out of bed and go exercise for an hour and shower before you uh, head off to work. Good for you. Wish I could do that. Never have, never will. There you go. One of the great things, Now you're past it. One of the great things <laughs> about getting older is some things you just completely give up on. And it's liberating. Sure, you realize that's never going to happen. Where's that TED Talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well,
1: and that needs to be a TED Talk. Some things you should just say. Look, why am I, why am I giving myself like guilt and angst about this? Yeah. I'm never going to do it. There was a great
2: article in the New York <laughs> Times last year. Somebody turned fifty and said, "These are the things I'm just giving up on. Excellent. I'm never going to do or think about anymore." Right. Yeah. <laughs> the the power of quitting. Yeah, I'm Jack yeah, Armstrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Washing myself, for instance. <laughs> There's no point. Where's that TED talk? We yeah. were talking about uh, people dying from selfies the other day. It's, it's a rash worldwide. We're uh, at a few because there are like seven and a half billion people on earth. But um, Jason writes, what a great note. I've, I'm beginning to think that selfies are this generation's lawn darts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's good because it weeds out the weak and stupid. We outlawed lawn darts. Now we have a generation of morons running around. I think that's a direct cause and effect right there. If you're so stupid you throw a lawn dart up and catch (laughs) catch it with your face, you deserve to be out of the gene pool. Just like selfies, we can't outlaw stuff that thins out the herd. It's a very, very Darwinian view of things, one which I happen to share to a large extent. Oh, we have another note on that topic. We could go to it now. Now, wait. Uh, I don't know, say. when I
2: was younger, I could have seen me with a couple of drinks in me backing up to a cliff, trying to get the right picture,
1: toppling over.
2: Not, when, well, not impossible. It, well, right. But there's a
1: screening process for life. Sure. Oh, sure. You didn't do that. But,
2: and you know what my thought would be as I plunged to my death? Mm. Man, that was stupid. Yeah. I wouldn't think it was unfair that that had happened to me, anything. Right, right. This is completely my fault, and I'm an idiot. This
1: is a stupid way to die. Stupid, stupid. Yeah! Whack. Hmm. Dear Jack and Joe, uh, is it December already? I haven't heard Jack rant about the early rollout of holiday cheer yet. Actually, he has mentioned it, but Joe rant about his weight increase. Because
2: Halloween came in the middle of September this year, which is extra early to me.
1: Look at this picture, Jack, from the uh, the dairy case. Eggnog. It is not only eggnog. It is nine types of eggnog, including vegan, lactose-free, pumpkin spice, and low fat. Who's drinking
2: eggnog in
1: September?
2: I know other than the morbidly
1: obese low fat eggnog is just an empty carton <laughs> well the morbidly obese and, and terminally jolly I mean and, and nobody drinks eggnog in September
2: we're well and we're I don't know where he's emailing from we're on where it's actually fall some places but a lot of other places in the west Coast it's like 100 degrees this week Who's well, drinking it, eggnog in 100 degree weather
1: uh beautiful Lafayette California um so uh yeah that's crazy yeah, I I had to kind of mostly give up eggnog just because it's a just I'd even the low
2: fat stuff is a fat yeah. bomb. I put well, we're going to talk about everything you know about obesity is wrong coming up, and some of the details are troubling. But um uh yeah, I'd put eggnog with donuts, things I don't ever need to do again. It doesn't make any sense.
3: Eggnog is not inherently alcoholic, right? It just nope.
1: tends to
2: be paired that way it's quite a, it's often. It's a mixer. Okay. Yeah. okay, yeah, it's an excuse to get your buzz on. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> who needs one? <laughs> Not me, <clears throat> Joe. It's one a.m. I'm so triggered right now doing algebra homework so I can get my degree and go into the medical field. But I had to stop and write in to relieve my anger. Look at this textbook that was made mandatory by the college, Jack. I didn't reproduce this picture on a large scale, but you see, uh, right there, posing next to a book and stuff, is a uh, is a smiling and charming looking uh, black man of middle age. That would be one uh, William Cosby. Yeah, in the math textbook. Wow. Well, he was America's dad for a long time. Uh, let's see. How dare they have a book with Bill Cosby's picture in it as required reading? I am so triggered right now. How am I going to learn anything with this creep just pages away? I think I'm going to go to the dean with this. At least this, the least the school could do is give me A's in both classes. Do you think a 40 year old white male will be able to pull this off? Okay, I'm joking. Back to homework.
2: The, uh, you know, it's not the school's fault, but you really shouldn't have textbooks with pictures of Bill Cosby as a serial rapist in
1: there. Notorious rapists. But if you
2: see one, you don't
3: tell an administrator. You get a Sharpie, you deface the picture, and then he lives in the humiliation for the rest of his
1: life. That's the college way. Or you tweet out about it and how how hurt you are. Exactly. A great quote from Deb Saunders' husband on the current state of affairs. Uh, Deb's husband is Wesley Smith. He's also a a writer and thinker of Note. Our friend Deb Saunders of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Is that the name of the paper? That's a pretty cool name, Wesley Smith. It is. It is. It sounds like he, he like founded the Jamestown colony or, or something like that. Or you're going to roll into town with a six-shooter and take care of the bad guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's what he said. If you want to understand in a nutshell what's going on right now, the French Revolution is attacking the American Revolution. Oh, good one. Rule of mob over rule of law. Emotionalism over principle. Destroy instead of defeat. That is really good. Hmm. Really, really good. Or
2: Thomas Paine winning out over Edmund Burke, perhaps.
1: And one of the really uncomfortable truths of political science is this, and I've mentioned this before, the more you rock the vote, the broader you cast the net for the voting public, the closer you get to 100% participation in any society, the further you get toward emotionalism, uh, uh, the dumber sorts of populism, and uh, and the further away from truth and, and reasoned arguments. Because the unwashed masses can't handle reasoned arguments, generally speaking. History has shown that over and over and over again. And that sounds incredibly elitist and bad and nasty and un-American, it sounds but like it's an also argument,
2: undeniable. Sounds like an argument against democracy. It is. That people can't govern themselves. Uh, correct. That's or that, or to, for people to govern themselves, you have to count on a low turnout rate.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, or you have a, a brilliantly designed and measured democracy in which the lower levels of government are uh, elected popularly, and then some of the, like the a senator is elected by the uh, congresspeople of the state, which is the way it was originally, mm-hmm. not the popular election senators. Um because you got to have the uh, you know the stakeholders the the involved the reasonable people select the senator yes positive Sean
3: may I quote H L Mencken on this subject? please do democracy is a pathetic belief in the collective wisdom of individual ignorance
2: mm. Mm. that's pretty good
3: I think that's
1: related well said Henry let's see do we have time yes we do uh, here's one from Annie I wrote a song called Annie might be the best song I've ever written the sun will come out tomorrow yeah that's it no that's not it. <laughs> Our politics has devolved into a horrible high school drama fest. It's all about gossip, truths, half-truths, and lies to ruin people you hate or get what you want. No one cares about real stuff, only sex and mostly about who's having sex with whom, and it's mostly lies. And worst of all, there is the lunchroom. Uh, Finally, we've added the lunchroom. Only people who are cool and think like you are allowed to eat where you eat. If someone uncool tries to sit at your table, you surround them and bully them until they leave. You'd think people could get over high school, but they keep playing it out. All I see when I watch the news is a bunch of mean girls and bullies claiming they are the most right. Wow. Annie with a scathing indictment of the modern day. And then finally this on the Kevinoscopy. It's made so many people ossiated
2: here's, here's a a tease, because you, you said you think 60-40, it ain't going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting.
1: You'll have to expound on that. Yeah. I might nudge that number a little bit, but... Uh, the issue of believability in the hearing keeps coming up, writes Tim. Problem with believability in testimony, it's not a reliable indicator of truth. I mean, would you would not come out of a theater thinking, wow, that Robert Downey Jr. was so believable. He must really be Iron Man. Yeah. It's an acting contest. Yeah.
2: It's well, what's scheduled for tomorrow. Marshall's News Next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. All these ancestry ethnicity tests are getting more precise and more popular they're getting better at it and people just can't get enough of this stuff yeah it would seem and there's some more um, more expensive ones that are that are coming along that, that I love the idea if you're willing to fork over you know more than 25 bucks or 50 bucks if you're willing to spend a couple hundred dollars you can get a whole lot more precise information which is really interesting
1: I, I w- and I need to know uh, it's very important I know what ethnicity I should be belligerently pro, <laughs> and then examining history, right. I will uh, figure out who I should hate.
2: God, everybody loves these stories of, you know, our family has celebrated the Irish traditions and Irish names, everything our whole life. Turns out we're not Irish
1: at all. We're, right. yeah. You know, everybody's loving those. And, and the other way around, or whatever. Yeah. On the other hand, I read about a guy who is 25% black. He found it, or was it? No, it was less than that. It was like uh, one-eighth black. or You know, it was one of those numbers. And he applied for a... a black scholarship an african-american scholarship and was turned down and is now suing which i absolutely love i think it's great because it will expose the sickness and the horror of like an 1810 style or 1930s germany style how many drops of jew blood do you have in you do you have any jew blood do you have any black blood are you an octoroon are you a Are you a mulatto? I mean, because that's just incredibly sick and bigoted thinking. But it's the thinking of progressives in America right now. And I love the idea of it being exposed for how sick it is.
0: Let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. The Republican-controlled Senate Judiciary Committee is going to be voting on Judge Brett Kavanaugh as early as 6.30 Friday morning West Coast time. Hmm. Something Senator Dianne Feinstein is calling outrageous because the scheduling announcement comes before the members have heard from Christine Blasi Ford on her allegations of abuse against the Supreme Court nominee now
2: so to- how do we feel about that um uh, because that is making the assumption that you've heard everything you need to hear
1: I guess on e- Thursday yeah Unless they postpone the vote because they change their minds,
2: yeah, he can't. You, you, you can if there's something right. explosive Thursday. You could call it off, obviously. And the law is you have to allow three days' notice to book these things. So right, that's part of the uh, the reasoning for that. Um, so the
1: senators can ride their horses from
2: Virginia. <laughs> and just to be clear, that's just the committee voting Friday, right? right? Which yeah, is correct. whatever it is, twenty some members, yeah. and. Uh, It gets out of committee, then it goes to the full Senate at some point next week, I would assume? Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Yeah, today it is being reported that Ford's attorneys have handed over sworn statements to the committee from four people corroborating her claim that Kavanaugh tried to sexually assault her back in the early 1980s. Well, wait a minute now, wait a minute. How can that possibly be true? Corroborating
1: that she said something about it, or because there was... Theoretically, only one other person in the room.
0: Well, so just... how could there possibly be four corroborating accounts? One of those people is her husband, so I've got a feeling it's perhaps okay. her repeating the story to others over a period of time.
2: Yeah, I thought my memory was her husband learned of it at, at the same time that she told yeah. the therapist. Yeah, so, so
1: couples
0: counseling,
2: so yeah. he can corroborate that he started hearing about it in 2011. I think it was, but her 12, whatever. Yeah.
0: Now with all this in place, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is saying... We're going to be moving forward. I'm confident we're going to win. Confident that he will be confirmed in the very near future. And it has been announced Republicans are choosing a female prosecutor to question Ford at Thursday's Senate Judiciary hearing. Arizona Prosecutor Rachel Mitchell will do the questioning on behalf of the 11 Republican men on the committee. She is a registered Republican who specializes in prosecuting sex crime cases. So they have brought her on board. And she's going to do the questioning for just the Republicans? Yes.
2: Not the Democrats. Not the Democrats. Um, Okay. So it could still be pretty wild in that the Democrats could go after Kavanaugh in a vicious way. And I assume they will because you still have this dynamic of no real leaders in the Democratic Party. As soon as the election over is this, as soon as November comes, it's going to be all about the presidential election. Mm Mm-hmm. You got Cory Booker and Kamala Harris and other people, you know, clawing over each other to become the person that everybody's talking about. So they want to make a real dent on Thursday. It could get trying to raise their profile, you mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, to, be, to be the clip that gets played on the radio and the TV right. all that night and the next day. Um, it, it could be really vicious and ugly. How do you feel about the uh, the woman as a stand in doing the questioning for the Republicans? I get it. I get it. He can't win on this one, though, because like the Brian Williams show on MSNBC, they're decrying how ugly this is, how awful it is that she doesn't get to be asked. So before it was, won't this look terrible to all of 11 white men questioning a woman? I don't know why white has anything to do with it, but everybody says that every time they make this critique. Well, won't that be awful? And then you get a, do away with that and I get a woman to come in and do it. And it how awful is it that, that these 11 white men are so cowardly? What, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> right. What are you supposed to do? Change your race and gender somehow before
0: Thursday? Bill Cosby could be 90 before he is a free man once I again. Crying shame. Legendary comedian what's known as America's dad sentenced yesterday to 3 to 10 years in prison. 81-year-old Cosby was sentenced in the Philadelphia courtroom for drugging and sexually assaulting former Temple University Athletics staffer Andrea Konstat at his home in 2004. I didn't realize there have now been 60, 60. women come forward and mm-hmm. say he
2: did that or something like it.
3: 60!
2: Yeah. A guy like that needs to be in jail, and he is finally. He's going to go to actual state prison. Yep. Um, And he has been famous, wealthy and coddled since he was in his 20s and now he's in his 80s that's going to be quite the lifestyle change yeah you've been living a certain way for a long time i don't know what prison is like for elderly mostly blind men I i don't know and as a celebrity is he going to get the whole i'm in a special cell with my own guard i don't ever have to mix in with the population thing
0: probably yeah yeah
2: well, at this point... He's hated by a lot of the black community, which, you know, different argument, is, yeah. but a lot of the prison community is black. Um, the prison community. He's hated by a lot of black people for that whole pull up your pants and talk better thing. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. And at this point... I, well, my point is I yeah. want him to be miserable in prison. At I this- want him to have a rough time in prison, which is something I'm actually against because it's extrajudicial, but...
0: And at this but point, but you're a hypocrite. Yeah.
1: Admit it.
2: Yes, yes, but in this case, I'd like him to have a miserable time because I think he's a scumbag.
0: I just wanted to point out at this point, there apparently there has been a prisoner who's been hired to help him because he is nearly blind. So he will have somebody who can guide him around. Wow. So that's... Don't we all think that's
2: an act? Did you see him yesterday with his cane being let out? I don't know. I have
1: no idea. I, I did during the trial, it came on all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't been paying much attention to Bill Cosby's eyesight prior to the trial.
2: Sudden onset blindness when you get accused of being a rapist your whole life.
0: All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation, Fly. He's a, he's just a flat-out predator scumbag
1: and one of the most respected men man in the country for half a century. Managed to hide it, intimidate his victims, go with the We were just partying thing for a very long time
2: you know if you were drinking it'd be pretty easy as a woman to think yeah yeah i drank too much it's my fault nobody will
1: ever believe me blah 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 man i made some bad decisions right yeah Yeah. dang it that's awful just awful
2: is that what you tune in for awful
1: well and i found it
2: a little depressing as well uh you want to hear that weight loss stuff it's not going to make you happy got to get to that at some point suppose we ought to just go ahead and jump on it get it out of the way jump on it squash it with my big booty
1: <laughs> For instance,
2: stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show
0: Armstrong and Getty
1: the conscience of the nation
0: the Armstrong and Getty show
2: Before This is a small government libertarian or not, but uh, the FAA is up for a renewal of their something or other to get to exist. The Federal Aviation Administration and Chuck Sumer wants to jam in there uh, a, a limit on how small you can make the damn seats <laughs> <laughs> and say, all right, we'll renew your contract. You get to regulate airlines from here on out, but you got to put a limit. You got to quit making it smaller. And they quoted all the statistics on on how seat sizes have gotten narrower as our Butts have gotten wider, by the way. Uh-huh. But that has gotten narrower, and the and the the top of the seat to top of the seat has shrunk by four inches. Yeah, since the nineties, which is why the seat's right up against your nose now. So yeah, I don't
1: know. We're for that against that. Anyway, I'm happy that it might happen. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that later. The, the government is always already so involved in airlines. And and airports and gate assignments and stuff like that. This,
2: it's it's not like a new airline can come along and compete, and the seats get bigger.
1: Like well, right. it, capitalism should work, right? Exactly. Yeah, partly for the reasons I I just said, though it was vague. But we'll get back to that. So hey, this is uh, this is great. Anybody got a taste for some good fried catfish? It would appear that Michael Avenatti has been catfished. I cannot prove this, but there is substantial evidence. He went on Rachel Maddow. He was going to reveal the new classmate of Kavanaugh's who would out him as a perv. Both a victim and a witness. He right, said. right. But he shocked the uh, uh, the the pixie haired uh, MSNBC host by saying, "Yeah, yeah, I'm here to announce. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll reveal the name in uh, 48 hours." She seemed a little disappointed
2: in that. Like, don't use my show like it's a game show, right? You said right. you wanted to come on and reveal some information. She, she seemed to be not pleased with that, which I wouldn't be either. Well, it would also. Oh, adver- I'm an advertisement for you now. Okay, I get it. It would
1: appear. That there, is a, uh, that there was a plot afoot from the trolls of 4chan to mess with him. Oh, really? Using burner phones yeah, and good. girlfriends, they set him up. Boy, they're good. And, and they spell out the whole thing here. It's a little long, but how they set him up. Does, does 4chan have an ideology politically, or are they just
2: mess with everybody? Chaos, well, I guess. Chaos.
1: Yeah, it, it tends to lean right, but trying to characterize it as one thing would be a terrible mistake, because it ranges from, like, 14-year-old lunatics who have no idea what they're talking about to carefully reasoned right of center to like, uh, white supremacist to communist to whatever. It's just it's an anything goes site, but there's a lot of right of center stuff that comes out of it, um, but anyway, so they explain all how they do this burner phone. Girlfriend calls girlfriend ten times. Wants to tell her story on Anderson Cooper. He wants her to. She cries that she cannot be around men. He then begs her to do a one on one special with Poppy Harlow. She would, but her car just broke down. The rent is is due. She can't miss work. Offers her twenty grand. She cries. She can't. That's not enough. The money gets bigger. She agrees. Claims the money will be ready, wired in two hours right after she signs the CNN exclusive. She agrees, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Stops calling, breaks her burner phone. Um, Okay. The evidence is pretty strong. Avenatti got
2: catfished. I'm starting to see how this played out because I.
1: I He never released the name like he said he would. He now says she may never come forward, and he's made his Twitter account private. Avenatti has? Yes. Oh, really? At least that's what this says. It might be temporary. Yeah, check that out. And CBS News, Michael Avenatti denies he got pranked by 4chan. So that explains why. Yeah, he that. did lock his Twitter account early on Tuesday, making it impossible to retweet any of his tweets. Oh. um. So he was on Rachel Maddow the other night, and I just,
2: I wasn't watching because he was going to be on, because nobody knew he was going to be on. She didn't even know he was going to be on. So she she teased at the top of the show, we have a very special guest, probably a big announcement, not sure it's going to happen, I think it's going to happen, we don't know exactly when. And then she did a lot of padding, a lot, a lot, a lot of padding, talking about various stuff and everything like that, and then she kept saying, I think we're going to ever get, so that would explain why that was, he was still getting jerked around by whoever's jerking him around. Right, and or he was realizing he was getting
1: jerked around. His account's still private. Yeah, that, that,
2: so, for, for him, yeah, who that's, that's, that's been his that's platform. Yeah.
1: That means something. So yeah. uh 4chan user posted what I was describing, his girlfriend, etc. on Tuesday. Avenatti told CBS News Nancy Cordes on Tuesday that the post was false. There's nothing wrong. I had to go online to look. I read this post and I'm laughing. None of that happened. It's a complete fabrication. There's zero truth to it. When I say zero truth, I mean zero truth. Not a single thing in that is true. He said, sounding an awful lot like the president. Um, yeah, I think he's done on
2: a lot of shows because I, I, Rachel Maddow seemed very unhappy that okay, so you teased the big announcement on my show, then you come on and say in 48 hours I will tell you something amazing
1: on a different network, right? It, what you're going to do? Why you're so you're here just to promote something else? Abenati and said his client was not having second thoughts about coming forward, saying that she is remaining strong.
2: Please, yeah. oh well. To be fair to a guy who I think is, you know, just out for his own benefit. Oh, sure. Anybody could get fooled by those people, I think. They're good.
1: Avenatti has become a fixture on cable news, writes CBS, and has openly expressed his interest in running for president. He's already made trips to Iowa and New Hampshire recently. Nothing more popular in Iowa than a porn uh, promoter. (laughs) This guy got catfished. That is so beautiful. Yeah, it does speak to
2: how difficult all kinds of journalism is going to be in the future, as there are more people with the ability to do this sort of thing. Why, well, or, think... or maybe journalism—some will some journalistic journalistic outlets will just get more and more careful. We'll wait. We'll have to get double, triple confirmation on everything, we'll and it all... will become
1: more and more the journalism of 10, 20 years right.
2: ago. Right, and we'll and we'll all pick up on which journalistic outfits. Go through that process right.
1: before they start saying stuff. Yeah. And perhaps, oh, 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 oh it's so tragic how j- tough it's going to be on journalists. They won't be able to go through a cluster F like Monday with the whole uh, Ben Rosenstein thing. Mm-hmm. Rod Rosenstein deal, which was uh, hilarious and disgusting. I think you called that a, a, a an
2: important moment at the time. It may yeah. turn out to be that between this Avenatti catfishing... And and that cluster F that was just completely made up by the media, maybe we've turned some sort of corner, and at least for the younger generation, there's going to be a, okay, I'm not reacting to anything now until it's had a time to, you know, bake in the oven or something.
1: Yeah, I think the the journalists of today are so incorrigible, it'll take several more humiliations before it sinks in, because they are desperate to be first. Because of the uh, competitive environment. I, I still
2: say we're getting the journalism we deserve to a certain extent. Oh, sure. My, my rational brain wants them to double, triple, fact check it and wait till tomorrow to get the story right. But my brain that controls my body, I think, is saying I'd rather it's wrong and now than right and tomorrow. My brain is saying, ding, get me a news update. Give me! A- Did you see this? Yeah. Did you see this? That's what my brain's crying out for and they're just feeding that impulse
1: you you are a brave and honest man to make that confession i think a lot of people uh you know share that feeling I think pretty clearly the way people run around with it did you
2: see this and the and the feeling of whatever you get from being the first person in a group to say did you see this right ahead of the other people it's a sick impulse one more reason democracy can't work yeah I've been trying to lose some pounds. It's almost impossible. Well, I now know why. This article, Everything You Know About Obesity Is Wrong, has got some uh, hard truths in it. Uh Uh-oh. It's a little early for hard (laughs) truths. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.